let's take Sooner football and let's take two very passionate, very opinionated ladies. And what do you get? Talk sporty. Okay. Welcome yeah. to season one, episode seven. This All is right. Dana. I'm and, Sean. And we are here to talk sporty. Um, it's kind of like last week's podcast. Um, I didn't really want to talk uh, after the whipping that we yeah. took on Saturday night, Saturday afternoon. I, Sometimes. Morning. It's just, it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, it's, it's hard to get in the mood to talk about it because it was just, we were just beaten all over the field. Yeah. Offense, we, defense, nobody. Did we have any bright points? I'm not hey, sure, Sean. Hey, how about those Wolverines? <laughs> Go blue. Michigan, yeah. You know, hey, I got another team. I don't know if I team. can root for them either. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got two teams. So I don't like Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> well, you know, he, he was the QB when I was like up there at school. So, oh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, okay with, Mr. With Non-Personality. His khakis. <laughs> His khakis are, you know, they're, yeah, they're a thing. They need to buy a personality. His, yeah, his his khakis probably have more personality than he does. It's true. Yes, probably so. Yeah. But, hey, but maybe I need to be they rooting won. for them. They so. won. Maybe they'll beat Ohio State. That's yes. what we want. Yes, we got to root for. Right. We'll root for that. <laughs> and, hey, how about this Sooner softball team? Right now, last, last I checked, they were up 6-1 over Florida State. Hitting oh, TRAs hitting homers. Jada's hitting homers. It's like they're homering oh, all over excellent. the place. Excellent! So. I had not. I didn't even realize they were playing today. Oh, that's wonderful news. Yes. Yeah. So maybe so we should we got be a talking bright that spot. instead of football. That's right. We got a bright spot. <laughs> we got a bright spot. There were a couple of bright spots in the game Saturday. They okay. were few and far between. Tell me. Tell me. But tell I me about do want to give a. Sh- well, I want to give a shout out to Javante Barnes. Oh yeah, he had a good game. Yeah, he did. Um, he had a very good game. He had his Over first hundred yard yards, rushing right? game. Yes, as a as a true freshman. Yes. Um, Marcus Major did not travel to the game because oh, he didn't even he travel. His, okay. I don't think so. And he okay. had turned his ankle at the end of the K State game, so they were sure that he wasn't going to be playing. Okay. And Eric Gray got a little—he got a little banged up in the yes. third quarter. But Javante Barnes was in there off mm-hmm. and on. They would alternate, yeah. but he put the pedal to the metal, and I was very proud of him. He yeah. had two scores, so uh-huh. he had two running touchdowns, which was great. That's better than anybody else we'll take, <laughs> on we'll the take team. We'll take it, right? We'll so take it. So that was a bright spot to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very bright spot. Yeah. And it, maybe, uh, uh, did we have any other bright spots? Um, maybe our punter. <laughs> well, okay. So Turk can punt the ball, but like I said last week, he overpunts his coverage. Either yes, that, he does. or into that, the end zone. Or I mean, but lots of times I will say it would bounce like between the five and ten. But we didn't have any guys down there, so maybe that's not on Turk. Maybe that's true. Maybe we need. Was, didn't they say one time that Gavin Sawchuk is like one of the fastest guys on the team? Right. right. I don't know if he's on they, the punt team, but, you know, if he's not, maybe he needs to be. We need to get guys down there to, you know, jump up high. Get it and deflect it. Yeah. Get in the end zone, jump up high, and keep it out of the end zone. Because Turk, yes, he can, he can boot the ball. But too many times, I mean, one time I think he had a 58-yarder Went into the end zone, so the net was, you know, it was thirty-eight. I mean, that's yeah. nothing. Yeah. So, and and I don't think the field position, at least as the game went on, it didn't really matter no. where TCU got the ball; they were going to score at will. And bless TCU's I'm, heart, they could have put seventy plus points on us. Oh, they, they could, could have. have. And I was very glad that Sonny Dykes took it easy on mm-hmm. us and just kind of went to a run game and he yeah. went on some fourth and longs instead of punt and instead of kicking a field goal or yeah. or actually passing and completing it and getting another first down and scoring on us. So yeah. kudos to Sonny Dykes. Maybe that was a bright point of the game. Too. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Kudos to Sonny Dykes, first year coach. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. first year, got, I mean, not first year coach, but first year at TCU. Um, yeah. And they're undefeated. Um, so, 
you know, good on TCU. That and we're, we're not a, doing uh, well against the purple. Past right. two weeks of the purple. Right. We need to get rid of purple. We need to get rid of the purple. We're gonna be we're gonna be against that nasty orange. So yeah, I mean that's at least right. we're getting rid of purple. So that's maybe right. that will the, help our Get team. rid of the purple and um I you know, I've I well in a minute I'm gonna ask you if you've heard any more about injury reports, but I feel really bad for the guys because I don't I don't think they expected to be here. I I truly I mean I truly believe there are leaders on this team. Yes. Braden Willis is a leader. Um, Marvin Mims is a leader. There are guys on this team who are leaders, and it's it, I yeah. Um, you know, and other other guys that. too. I mean, um, and I just I I don't Deshaun White's a leader. I mean, all the things they said after K State were were right and the the kinds of things you want your leaders to say and so i feel i feel bad for them um they didn't expect to be here i feel bad for the young kids it's yeah i feel bad for all of them well i agree i do think that k-state exploited our weaknesses on Mm -hmm. defense and I was listening to um, a podcast on Sunday after the game, and um, they were explaining that TCU didn't run their regular offense. So they did ran they run something more like K-State? Front. They ran exactly what K-State ran. They had a tight end up on the line to block, so they had six mm-hmm. six guys blocking our yeah. three. Three, three defensive line. Yeah. And um, – they just did exactly what K-State did, and it was kind of like the recipe. Um, mm-hmm. And so they put it to us just like K-State did. Right. So I'm hoping we learn from that that, hey, the next team may do the same thing, and mm-hmm. we're going to have to change up that D-line. Why don't we yeah. go to a forefront? Um, we had we just were not able to get any pressure on the quarterback. And when we just about think we could, mm-hmm. then he'd – drop off the ball or long bomb or he'd take off running for 60 yards so yeah yeah, just just an abysmal effort from yeah from at least even being prepared I think for what we expected them to play right and um so I was like and full disclosure I've said this before I don't necessarily even though my son played defense I I understand positions I you know understand some of what they're supposed to do but I don't understand different defensive schemes and I was reading on how we had, you know, prior to K-State, we'd been playing four guys on the line. And, you know, remember how after that K-State game, I was asking you, like, where was Reggie Grimes, you know? And, and we'd been running three. And I, I saw that they wanted – they and they did a little bit of that, like, three-man front against Nebraska. But then uh-huh. some, somebody said, and I don't know if this is true, but because of, I guess – like our Mason Thomas and Stripling and some of these guys are kind of banged up. And right, so those that's, guys didn't suit out. Yeah. And so that's why we're running we've been running this three man front instead of the four man three three down linemen instead of four. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So I did not realize know, that. Maybe that is and then I've read a lot that it's a very it's not an easy defensive scheme that Venables has in place. And it takes time to get the players used to it. And, and so, you know, some people have been jumping to this quick conclusion, well, we don't have the players. Um, and, you know, and I have this thought, too, when you take over a team, if you don't have the players, maybe you need to scheme to the players you have. Some, and what some of the stuff I've, you know, read from greater football minds than mine is sometimes you don't. Sometimes you, like, need to have those kids who are going to be there next year, like, really working in this scheme and getting super familiar with it so next year they will look better. And so right, – right. And then you bring in, you know, what backfill, whatever guys you don't have. But they said it's, it's not that these guys can't do it. It's getting familiar with it. And that we do have the right, players it's... who can run this scheme. But it's not an easy scheme – to run and 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 our players have been used to running an easy according to what i read on twitter because if it's on the internet it's true right 
Uh, but, <laughs> oh, sure, sure. But the Grinch's <laughs> defense was not complicated like this. Correct. Yeah. That I've I've read those same things that say we could try and do something easier, but mm-hmm. does that get us prepared for the next, next year, year and the, and next, the next year, year and the next year, especially yeah. with these freshman guys and these right. new recruits we've got coming in? Mm-hmm. Or should we stick, you know, should Brent Venables and Ted Roof stick to their guns and say, yeah. We are implementing this. We are going to do this. Let's do our best and, and, and try and come up with some stops. Yeah. So I, everything I've read, same, same sort of thing, totally yeah. agrees with that. And I'm, I, I, another reason I feel bad for these players is, you know what? There are some Oklahoma fans who are nasty on Twitter and oh. social media. Yes. I hope yes. these guys are not turning on their social media because I'm like, would you guys stop? Let's keep in mind these, they're kids, right? You know, they're 18 to 23 years old. Give them a break. Their, their goal in life is not to make you happy. Let's, and remember, they are more unhappy than you are. Do what? Most of those guys are not going to be NFL. They're they're not all going to play in the NFL. Yet, I think sometimes fans expect them to be a starter on Sundays. Right. And if our whole team was that, that'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. But we all know that most of those guys, they love football. They're playing yes. their hearts out. Yeah. So we should commend them for that, not exactly. be derogatory. Agreed. Agreed. When plus, when they have a bad day. Yeah. And they're five games in. Not we're not five years into this, right? We're five games right. into BV. So let's tap the brakes on this negativity just a bit. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, and I think last week there was a lot of negativity towards Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. Um, he still had 65% completion pass, mm-hmm. uh, you know, passing completion rate. He did miss some balls. Um, and it seemed like he was nervous at the start of this game and mm-hmm. maybe trying to force some of those passes. Right. And I wondered, did, had he had he heard some of the social media? Was he trying right. to to play his best so that mm-hmm. there wouldn't be that, those for... negative reports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then of course he gets injured. Oh gosh. Um, and goes out and it was, it was a horrible hit, you know, and it's like, give him a break. Mm-hmm. He, he's trying to do his best. He's right. not out there trying to lose or, no, or of course play not. poorly. So yeah. we should, we should be supportive and positive, not Agreed. negative. Yeah. Well, talking about injuries, so I heard, not that he's been cleared to play, but that he's doing well. I heard, you know, Harmon moving his extremities, was released from the hospital that night. Thank goodness. That was a horrific scene there on on the field when Harmon got hurt. Yes, um, yes. That, yeah, that was really um, hard, to, hard to watch. Hard to watch, um, and... You know, it was one of those things where a lot of people were turning off the TV. They weren't, and mm-hmm. ABC was in the middle of changing the their coverage game. to Florida State, mm-hmm. uh, Wake Forest. And so, you know, it was one of those things where you're kind of like, um, we finally found it on one of the ESPN affiliates. And I'm, and at that point, everybody's kneeling on the ground. Yes. And it's like, what happened? Yeah. Um, and I still and haven't so, yeah, gone it, back and watched the play. So I don't know. Right. I, I haven't either. Uh, the only thing I read was, uh, it's like he had a knee to the head. So I don't know if he was okay. tackling and a, the okay. guy he's trying to tackle, you know, it, it was one of those inadvertent things, okay. I think, for sure. Okay. Well, um, yeah. I'm but glad. anyway, yeah, they said all the scans and things were normal um, when he, at the Fort Worth Hospital, and then they released him to go home to Norman mm-hmm. for further care. Evaluation. Um, right. And that's all I've been able to find okay. out. Have you heard about any of the other guys that get, got banged up on Saturday? Because I tried no, to look. You and... know, Wanya Morris um, came out in a sling in the second half okay. of the game. So I'm assuming it was a shoulder injury or an arm. I, it looked like a leg at the time when he was when he went out um, on the field. But okay. anyway, I hope he's up. You know, mm-hmm. he did have um, – oh, um, forgetting the player that came in and subbed in for him. Um, but he played the whole second half in Morris's. Um, oh, yeah, I don't remember absence. who came in his place. Either. And I haven't been able to find out anything about Theo Weiss. You know, he came down and landed strangely right. on his right knee. Yeah. Um, and I haven't been able to, hadn't been any word about him either. Yeah. 
as far as is he going to practice this week? Is he okay or did he have an injury? I'd also, you know, seen people on Twitter asking um, where um, Jaden Kanick, is that how you say his last name? Kanick? Can't. Can't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It's so Jared, he, I he played so well against Nebraska. And then I saw somebody said he's hurt. Maybe not badly, oh, but, okay. but he's hurt. So it's not just that, you know, he's a freshman and they're trying to, you know, keep him out, that he's kind of banged up. And so that's why he hasn't been playing, you know, just to okay. maybe, you know, give some of those linebackers any kind of rest or backup or whatever. You know, but I mean, a lot of our guys played really well against Nebraska, and that doesn't mean, you know, that they would come in and play really well against TCU because a lot of the guys who are on the field right now played really well against Nebraska. So that's not the best indicator. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's true. All right. Um, Well, uh, go ahead. Really, yeah. uh, The other thing there, the other thing that I noticed that is a negative, of course, for our team is um, our backup quarterback play I don't think he had been allowed to pass um in any of those games that he went in just kind of towards the end and we're up and yeah um and that that showed I think he yes. was nervous yeah um he had a hard time trying to scramble around mm-hmm. I think he'd look at his receivers if they were covered he might force the ball or just throw it away yeah. um there's there's a big drop off to me between our starting quarterback and and um yeah Davis whole, Bevel and I yeah. don't mean that in a mean way I'm well, just I don't know that I mean, he wasn't he like second or third stage. string at Pitt I mean he wasn't a starter he was third there. string at Pitt yeah. I think so yes. you know so yeah I do wonder if General Booty would be better and and you know he's at least been he at least played quite a bit um yeah. you know last year and Collegiate. hey, you know, if I, I, I'm not opposed to if if Nick is good with that and the coaches are good with that, I'm not opposed to them putting Nick Evers in. We got Jackson oh. Arnold coming next year, so put Nick in. Right, right. That you know, I mean, last year we put a true freshman in, you know, against Texas, and we went and it worked. It worked. Yeah. So, you know, that was one of the things they said at, at halftime. Um, the sports commentator said that they had, uh, someone had been outside the OU locker room and that there was only one voice talking at halftime of the OUTCU game, and it was Brent Venables. And mm-hmm. he said, the second half is going to show who's, who's ready to play and who's a team player because you've got to keep playing. You can mm-hmm. keep your head down and, mm-hmm. And it's not going to get any better, or you can right. suck it up and and try and play and go out there and make make plays and make sure everybody knows you're on the field. Right. And um, you know, he said this this is this is where I'll see if you're if you're with the team or or not. Yeah, um, and I think he was able to substitute in some of the younger players. Mm-hmm. Some of them got some playing time. Yeah. It was one of those things that I don't think there was any way we could come out of the no. hole that we dug ourselves into yeah. in the first half. So. Hopefully that just kind of helped break the ice and maybe some of them, you know, maybe they saw some things that we didn't necessarily see, but they saw them as very positive and, and they'll get to play yeah. in this game against Texas. Yes. So should we just like talk about some of the the Texas Yeah, stuff? tell me your, what's your favorite memory of OU Texas? Okay. So tell me about my um, – see, I heard different tell me about your favorite, but okay. Oh, so, okay. Okay, so, well, I'll tell you one thing. I remember I remember my first time going to the OU Texas game. I was a me freshman. Too. My dad um, was – he worked – they were living in the Dallas area, and he worked for Nike, and so he was able to secure some tickets for me. And me and my sister, my younger sister went – which my dad had never been, so I'm sure he did not know how bad the language can be during OU Texas and all the like little songs that, you know, little nasty words are put in and stuff like that. But it was, it was, it's like no other game I've ever been to. And I've been to Michigan football games. We've been to the Rose Bowl. We've been to Bama. We've been to national championship games. And you walk into that stadium, and it's 
crimson and it's burnt orange. Not not one side and the other from the 50 to the 50. You got the horseshoe of crimson and you've got the horseshoe of burnt orange and it's loud. Straight down the middle. <laughs> it's, it's such an awesome experience. And um, yeah, it it's so cool. We also won when I was a freshman. So, so that helps too. But um, I... I love it. I I think it's great that neutral field. It's it's an unmatched college football tradition, I believe. I agree with you on that. Yes, and it it's at the Texas State Fair, mm-hmm. um, which lends some excitement. You know, yes. there's the Ferris wheel and there are rides going, and so there are lots of people uh, around that mm-hmm. don't necessarily go. In- to the game um but it makes for a rowdy crowd and yes and and the crowd maybe had calmed down but when we were in college and and went um it was a very 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 rowdy crowd um yes. and lots of fight i'm sure <laughs> security had to call for lots of things um maybe not as much now but definitely it does kind of seem like it's toned down just a little bit doesn't it I would agree. And you see more children, you know, more children yeah. at the game. Whereas when the very first game I went to, I went with you. Yes. It was 1984. We were juniors in college. Yes. Um, we went down there with with two other girls and we didn't have Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. We had an old map, and your mom and dad helped us figure out what highway to get off. I know how to get to (laughs) almost any place in Dallas from Preston Road. I can get downtown, down Preston. My parents lived in Aubrey, um, um, the Aubrey area for the North Texas people listening. And, yeah, but then it's like, okay, now where do I go? (laughs) Well, and I remember we get there, and it's October, and... uh, 1984 it was rainy yes it was chilly that day it we was. had shorts on because yes. we were dumb college girls <laughs> well, it's not better. supposed to be that way the second saturday <laughs> of october it's usually sweltering and then we finally we are in traffic we finally get off we finally find a place to park in a grass field i i, I don't know how many miles we were from the fair <laughs> I'm dying right now. We walk, we get in the game, we go through crowds of people. I mean, if you're claustrophobic, you would not like. Oh, it's going not the, the place to ball. be. It, it, yeah. No, and you just you're. It's just almost yes. like a mosh pit. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we get to our seats, and it's kind of rainy, and we didn't have rain gear, and no. most of the true fans had rain gear. But again, we were college kids and didn't know any better and we finally and it and it kind of rained and sprinkled off and on and then the second half it got really rainy and we went and stood underneath yeah we stood underneath it still watched but we just to try not be wet but we were sopping wet. yes we were so and then the silly game ends in a tie oh it was the worst a tie it was 15 15 yes and it it ended in a tie let's say why it ended in a tie it ended in a tie because 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 there was a pass interference. Pass they interference called pass in interference the end zone. and it wasn't. And 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 it wasn't. And oh, you could have intercepted the ball, did intercept, mm-hmm. but they took it away, yeah. um, gave the ball back to Texas, and they're ranked number one in the nation. Yes, they were ranked they number were one. Number one, and they'd held their number one finger up in our face the whole stinking game. They sure did. And they there's a few seconds left, and they run their little kicker out on the field to kick a field goal to tie the game. Yes, yes. they didn't even try and win it because, because they for, stink. For our younger listeners, back then <laughs> there was no such thing as overtime, so you either Correct. tied or you went for the win. Tom Osborne, uh-huh. he actually had lost a game before because he went for the win instead of the tie. He had he had guts. Um, Texas, but not Texas. Texas did not have guts that year. And and so, Dana, this is what I was going to talk to you about. I was going to ask you, like, remember when we first went to you, Texas, and... <laughs> 
Dana has stories about me from that game, which they're not exactly true, I don't think. But I think not, she remembers <laughs> some of this stuff after the game a little differently than I remember it. And yes, yeah, so after the game, of course, it ends in a tie. Everybody, well, everybody in the OU sidelines is upset because oh, we are so dejected. Yeah, it, it, we were going to win the game. Right. We were going to win the game outright by three points. Yeah. Um, I think even Barry Switzer's chased the refs off the field, oh, yelling yeah. at them, telling them, <laughs> no way that, you know, you're, that pass interference didn't really happen. Yes, pick that and flag so up. <laughs> we finally clear out of the stadium, and, you know, you walk by anybody in burnt orange, and they're talking about, we're number one, we're number one, and they're holding their fingers up in our face. And Sean, <laughs> my friend Sean, is like, you are not number one. If you're number one, you would have gone for the win. And I'm like, Sean, Sean, Sean. We're going to end she's, up in jail. She's not Stop. wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Sean, Sean. And she was like, how dare them come to me? And she, oh, she was getting ready to, like, take some of them out. And these are, like, big, <laughs> college-age men. <laughs> in their <laughs> burnt orange and their cowboy boots. <laughs> and they had their cowboy boots on. And they had a little to drink. We yes. had not. We no. had not had anything to drink. No. They'd had a little drink, yes. and I'm finally like, Sean, Sean, let's walk away. Let's count to 10. we got to calm down. Let's diffuse the situation. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I really almost got in a fight, but I did yell at them because don't tell me. They don't it. stick your number one in my face if you don't have the guts to defend your number to, one uh, ranking by trying to win the game. You I like, took the easy way out and kicked for a tie, that you're no longer number one in my books. You're I no agree. Longer my number one. I agree. Yeah. And that was how OU Texas started with me. That's the first game I ever witnessed in person, not on the TV. And since then, I've only missed about two, maybe, yeah. <laughs> in person. Yeah. It's just one of those games, like Sean said, you've got to go. If you've never been to one, you got to go sometime. Yeah, it's, it's an just experience. Cool. Even if you're not an OU fan or a Texas fan, you go. If you're a college football fan, you should go. You have to go for yeah. the experience, for the atmosphere. Okay. And it doesn't matter either. Whichever team is favored, even Correct. if they're favored by a large amount, many mm-hmm. times it is a nail biter close yeah. to the very end when it shouldn't be. Correct. Um, and so you I can't ever Texas go into that teams... game expecting to win. Yeah. You may not win. You yes. may not walk out of there with a win. Which is good to know for this weekend. Yes. yes. It, it's the only thing that we have to yes. hold our hat yes. out for hope. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For sure. Hopefully they'll overlook us and they'll think, hey, we got this. Right. We played Alabama really close. Yeah. We got this. Exactly. And maybe we can sneak in and beat them. Yeah. That's, that's what we got to hope for. Okay. I love it. Yes. Okay. So, you know, we've been doing like, tell me about your favorite. And because I was going to ask you to share like your OU Texas memory. And I was, I was hoping you would just like dish on, on me maybe getting in a fight. That's not the only time I, there's another time, but we'll share this another, another podcast where I truly almost got in a fight at, in the stands at OU uh-huh, Texas. In the stands. Um, yeah. <laughs> With but, your dad but we can brother. share that another time. Um, t- tune in for more on Sean getting in fights at games. I'm really, I'm really not that bad. I mean, she I'm very really passionate. Does not but... have anger management issues. <laughs> but, oh She's my... just very passionate. Yes, very passionate. Very passionate. Okay, Dana, tell me about your favorite OU Texas game. Not when. OU and Texas play each other because they played each other in the Big 12 championship. So not those, but actually favorite Red River River rivalry game. Yeah, I, Red River shootout oh, was easier God. to say. Let's yes, be, let's Red be real River about rivalry. that. Red know. River rivalry. That's too many hours. Yes. Um, probably one of the best games, and I don't remember the exact year, which maybe you will know, um, was when it was just a blowout for OU. Little Quentin Griffin, didn't he score like, like 66 to something and, that year? Yes. I mean, and, and I mean, that's, it's exciting when you're on the winning side. Yes. I think all the burnt orange was gone by oh, halftime. Oh, it was. Or shortly it was just thereafter. red in the stadium. 
And it was kind of like the game this last Saturday where if you're on the winning side, you're like, do it again. Run yes. another, you know, run another touchdown yeah. down their throat. Come on, guys. Yeah. Um, that was that was one of my all-time favorites just because it's so exciting to beat somebody that it poorly. Is. And especially a nasty little longhorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? What would be your favorite So th- that's, that's got to be on the list. Um, actually, the, like... 2020 game that went into overtime was was fun but I there's so many to choose from right but I think that I last last year was like really fun well we were we weren't winning we were down by a lot Dana they did not uh-huh. expect us to come back, and we just started. I didn't expect us to come back Caleb you know first I mean Caleb you know caught that did, did he have a flea flicker earlier? Did he catch a touchdown pass? You know, he uh, Spencer was still in. Right. Anyway, you know, I they, did that, re- they did that trick play with Caleb, you know, early. But then when, when the quarterback they, keep and yeah. he kind of juked the guy and runs for a touchdown. But when they finally pulled Spencer because it was just getting so bad, what were we four touchdowns down? I think. Uh, probably so. Four. Yeah, probably so. And they, so they finally, you know, just put Caleb in and he just started making plays and making plays. And, Uh and it was so exciting because, you know, back to that whole unexpected thing, but (laughs) okay. Tell my Longhorn friends, you know, this is the week that we can do this to each other. Right. You know, Uh uh-huh. I know you're do, you're you're saying the same kinds of things back at me. So and I try not to talk too much smack because I have to live with these people and you know right the pay, rest pay, of the payback year. is yeah. heck, right? But <laughs> when to see them cuz they thought they had that game won and they thought they had it won easily and they thought they were going to go like that that game you were talking about Dana. They thought they were going to go up like that against us. Oh and yeah. And then just yeah. to see the shock uh-huh. On their face, and when... we cut into him with a touchdown and yes. another touchdown, yes, and a field goal, yeah, and a, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, and they had no answers. No. Yeah, they just went cold too, and they had yes. no answers. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome, especially and, and since yeah, every year Texas and... is back. You know, how how many years have they been saying that? Twenty <laughs> yeah. since Mac Brown left, I think maybe so. Yeah, or Mac. Talking about those quarterbacks going into, it's kind of, um, that's a thing that happens at OU Texas sometime. I mean, I think Jason White, like, he was, like, put into the OU Texas game, you know, unexpectedly. And he ran, and he's like, I I was only running like that because I didn't know what I was doing, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And he looked like a star. Yeah. 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 Well, and that does happen. You know, the, the other team doesn't have the ability to prepare for that for that quarterback especially right. if they're not expecting him to yeah. play so I mean maybe we'll see some some fancy miracles like that on the sidelines you know I mean out on the out on the field this this yeah. Saturday maybe you know they just keep saying Dylan is in concussion protocol yeah. I don't know if he's going to play if he's not are they going to pull in somebody that that Texas is truly not expecting that right. might give yeah. them a run for their money. Yeah, I mean, that, and te- that would be is, good. is Quinn Ewers going to be back for Texas, right? I always wondered when he went out in that. I Alabama remember game, I told I Brett wondered. you said this, and, and at the time I thought they they said, "Oh, it'll be four to six weeks," and I'm thinking that's after OU Texas. They will have him ready for the mm-hmm. OU Texas game if yes. there's any way they can. Um, and Dana I, told me that right I when hope it he's happened. Not ready. <laughs> I hope he doesn't play well. Yeah. I don't wish any ill health on him, but I hope he has a really bad day. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, frankly, after what happened with Tua last week, um, yes, I, I, I'm guessing, I mean, you know, I concussions are weird, but Dylan was out for a little while. I'm guessing he's not going to be back this week. That's that's what I would assume too, it, it, and if that they, they just won't the, say it. 
Yep. If they apply the kind of concussion protocol my kids had to go through in high school, which they maybe don't. Then that, if that's the case, I, he probably will not be playing yeah. in the game. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Um, um, in which case we, we need, we need something to generate yes, some offense. We do. Um, yeah. Not, not just a tall guy standing in the pocket trying to go right. through his progression and and looking scared um mm-hmm. you know looking fearful uh and if if somebody came at him he he would try and scramble and he's he just didn't have the speed to yeah. get away from any of those um defenders yeah just didn't have it so, so i don't know maybe we need to be playing wildcat let <laughs> eric gray run the ball let uh javante barnes run the ball let marvin mims take the yeah. you know take the snap run I, the jet sweep and maybe maybe we'll have some ingenuity i i don't know i i don't know the answers but yeah. well, we you can't know, do what we did the second half of yeah. last Saturday. a lot of times we do try oklahoma and i'm sure texas does this too we typically try to hold back some stuff before that uh-huh. game, right? Um, uh-huh. But we don't necessarily try and hold stuff back defensively. So, and right, and they've got they've got some weapons, Bijan and Worthy. Oh, and, and Worthy, the two mm-hmm. of those guys, yeah. 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 It, what, and the quarterback, at least in the Bama game when Texas played Bama, um, mm-hmm. the quarterback could hit him. Yeah, he he could get the ball to him, hand off to to Bijan or yeah. hit Worthy in stride, and you know they and looked it, good. Yeah, and their defense looked better than it had towards the end of last year too. Their so. defense put a lot of pressure on Alabama. Yeah, they did. Um, and and you know, perhaps Alabama is not the star team that they've. They're always ranked been. number one in the country they, now, though. Uh, right. But, you know, you you say after that game, I'm, I thought perhaps they're really not right. as great and undefeatable as um, they have been in the past. Yeah. But they really had a tough time. They really struggled with Texas. Yeah. And I it, it makes me extremely worried mm-hmm. for Saturday's game against our team. Yeah. But like you said, it's it's a game that anything can happen. And I have seen... OU teams that end up even playing for the national championship lose in that game. And I've seen OU teams that should never even be on the same field with Texas. Some John Blake years win. Oh, win. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That reminds me of another time uh, when John Blake was the coach. Uh, My husband and I had gotten to where about halftime in the John Blake era, we'd just leave. Uh, yeah. There was no reason to stay at the home games when there was a Mexican food place called the Border Crossing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Downtown. I remember the Border Crossing. On Maine. Yes. And so we'd say, hey, it's time for Border Crossing because <laughs> the Sooners are going to stink it up and lose again. <laughs> and so we were out of the country, the OU Texas game um, that that uh, John Blake won. Uh-huh. Um, we didn't even check the score. Right. I, it, it was kind of like, who cares? Uh-huh. I, there's no way. We'll probably lose by 60. Yeah. And then it was two or three days after the game was over that we saw a score. And again, this was not sure that we may have had cell phones, but we didn't have that sort of world coverage that Correct. that we have nowadays. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You don't have and your ESPN app and we're like, you can open up. Oh, you beat te- John Blake beat what? Texas? How did he do that? <laughs> Um, that was one of about two of the games that I've missed since 1984. <laughs> yes. And if I'd known that they were going to win, I you probably would have skipped the vacation. You, would, the you would not have been out of the country. Yeah, I remember You're right. You're a right. year. Um, so this, it was when I was in dental school. And so, um, but it probably, it would have been before John Blake because um, OU was expected to win. And I... I was actually pretty sure I was in Denver um, because I remember being on the elevator and everything, interviewing for a residency program there. And somebody comes on the elevator and they just said the score. And I, I just had this look of like complete shock, like, 
what what did you say and texas had won (laughs) and they're looking at me and they're like are you are you all right and i'm like i'm not sure i'm all right (laughs) i'm not sure i was not no i i don't know that i'm all right no i don't (laughs) I didn't want to hear that. I did not want to hear that. <laughs> Thankfully, the interview was already over, so it's not like I was getting ready to go into an interview all distraught because of college yeah, football. It didn't mess up your interview. It did not but mess up it messed my interview, up thank goodness. Yeah. yeah, messed up your day for sure and your yes, dinner. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and oh, probably goodness. the rest of the weekend. Yeah, yeah so um, <laughs> when um, I'm excited to see you this weekend. Yes, You yes. guys are coming we'll, on Friday, we'll- right? We'll see you on Friday. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And then bit- kick off at 11. Oh, I know. They kick off at 11 against Kansas, too. Did you see that? Oh, huh. No, I the didn't Kansas see that. Kansas game okay. is an 11 o'clock kickoff. Gosh. They just like, okay. I know we've had all these 11 o'clock kickoffs. But Brett's been doing yard work, trying to get the backyard all nice. He's out there right now watching Monday Night Football with the TV, just making sure all that's working, okay. put new landscape lighting in. Granted, had to do that because the dog, you know, chewed up the other landscape lighting. So um, hopefully the dog's <laughs> no longer a puppy and that won't happen anymore. Hopefully making sure so. the pool's like all good and stuff. So, all right. So we need to bring some So suits. he's working on the outside. I'll, I'll work on the inside. And so we know the outside will look nicer than the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited to see you, and then we'll be excited for the football game. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's a fun time no matter what. I'm, I'll get my halftime corny dog, Fletcher's. Yes, uh, yes. shout out to Fletcher's Corn Dogs. Yes. Um, Sean always leaves with, what, three minutes to go in the second quarter? Yeah, well, you know, she it all depends. Like, I, I, I make sure we don't have the ball. So, you know, we're not on offense. So as soon as we finish whatever offensive stuff, you know, I'll run out. Now, if if we've got the game well in hand, I, I'll go out with three minutes left and get in line at the foot. I know exactly where the corny dog stand is and how, the best way to get there. <laughs> Although we're up in the upper deck, so it's going to take me longer to get It'll down there. It'll take a little longer. Yeah. It'll take a little longer to get down there this year. And um, get in line, get that corny dog. Grab, grab an iced tea, get it all eaten before I go back in the stadium. And it's always fun because, you know, you're out there and then you start hearing people go, yeah! And, you know, you when you're outside the stadium, you can tell which side it's coming from, right? So I can tell if it's coming from the Texas side or the OU side. And I think last year i just come out and, like, we – we maybe scored or something, you know, that's like when we were like starting to turn to it on back, I'm like, huh? and I'm like texting, what did I miss? What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> but those corn dogs are important. I don't. They're eat very corn important dogs. to Sean. Yes. 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 Well, I eat very healthy most of the rest of the time. You Except know, but, at the state fair. And, well, and I don't get tons of fried food, but the corn dog, Fletcher's corn dogs, their thing. Hey, real quick before we, um, get off the OU Texas stuff uh-huh. and, you know, maybe finish this episode. But so I read today whole new kink in the transfer portal stuff that there are at least two SMU players, maybe four. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. I wanted, the, I wanted to talk about these that. I'm glad guys, you brought it up. So they want, um, they're, they've decided they're going to transfer and they are going to sit out all the rest of the games because they don't want to mess up their red shirt. Right. And some of so them, they, I they mean. they played in four games, yes. which is all that you can, you can, you're allowed to play in four games yeah. and not lose your red shirt. Uh-huh. You can still red shirt after yep. four games. And so, yes, they're going to sit out the yeah. rest of the season. They can't transfer during the season. Well, yeah, because, you know, they changed the, that transfer portal window. You know, they narrowed it, which is good. It, that's the yeah. right thing yeah. to do. But now here's, here's how the players are working around that. Right. I, and it's, one of the guys crazy. is a starter, I believe. And I mean, and he's not a freshman. And, but I heard also the Boise State quarterback has already done that. And so now yes, they're playing he a has freshman. done that, but he's a grad, he's a graduate. So he oh. can transfer during the season as a okay. grad transfer. I, I had, that's I, allowed. The article so I read did not, did not point that part out. Okay. Okay. So wherever he's headed or, or, or whatever, he sure. can go immediately and immediately start playing on the team. Since Got I it. guess since he wouldn't have a, a year to right. 
you know, to red shirt. Yeah. Um, but anyone that's an underclassman has, has, would have to wait out the rest of the year and then transfer. But I mean, and I'm, I'm not just... sure what's going on at SMU. I mean, TCU beat SMU. Yes. Um, did SMU lose again last Saturday? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. It was a close game. I don't remember the outcome, but you know, they, they had maybe like a these barely... guys don't want two losses. Yeah, or is it that, you know, because so a lot of times, I mean, there are some of those players that, you know, jump up, you know, like from a group of five conference to a power five conference, but there's a lot of kids well, no, somebody who's playing all the time, this would that wouldn't be their thing, though. You know, there's some kids who, you know, go, like, down, like, from the uh-huh. FBS to the FCS. But right. a kid who's it's, starting yeah. and playing often and has already played four games, that wouldn't be his deal. So I don't know. I mean, so, you know, it's like, okay, well, have you already talked to schools? What? Right. And, and if so, when were you doing that? Yeah. Were you doing that in the fall practice when you should have been getting ready to play your games right right or are you just sure you're going to get a better nil deal somewhere else or what i don't know it's just that that in my mind i i would just say um i just pull their i mean i know they can't do that but i would just pull their scholarship right then oh okay well you've decided you're not going to play for us anymore Okay, then you can pay your SMU tuition this semester. And I I get that they can't do that. And it's like Brett said, a school doesn't want to do that because if they do that, then what what players are going to want to come there? And they're like, oh, well, you treated that guy like that, you know, just because he said he was going to transfer and he was sitting out. What are you going to do to me? I mean, it's just... Right, but that shows the lack of commitment on the players. Yes. Side. Yeah. Um, yes, I want to. I want to play, but if I'm not the star, um, then maybe I'm just gonna quit and go somewhere else right. where I can be the star. Or if I can be the star at a bigger school, I, you know, I want to hold. I want. I want to make sure I have this extra year of eligibility. So you know, I, I want this to be my redshirt year and stuff because I want to play two more years. You know, at whatever school, it's I. I you know, I was saying to Brett, I'm like, what is that? What is that teaching kids about commitment? Like you were saying, Dana, and it's teaching them. It's fine to not be committed to your team. Right. Or, you know, and, and someday most of you guys, because your job's not going to be in the NFL, you're going to have a job and you can't just look at them and say, "Mm, yeah, I'm not going to work on that project because I'm going to get a new job. That's not going to fly. That's not how the real world works, you know? And, and it seems like you should have like some pride just in yourself and what, you know, and some honor and some, you know, integrity that you're going to, you know, unless they're being, you know, mistreated. I mean, but you'd think the whole team would maybe be doing that, you know. I mean, I don't know what happens behind the scenes. I'm I'm sure people right, are right. sitting there going, Sean, you don't know the whole is... story. <laughs> You're right. I don't know the whole right. story. Right, more to the story. But at least what we've been able to glean is yeah. lack of commitment. Yeah. Yes, I, I mean, it's just the way, if those kinds of things continue to happen and happen often, they're just going to have to start signing some kind of contract. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. they're like contract employees, and that kind of makes me sad for all of college football. It does, yes, yeah. it does. It, it, it does sadden me, too, and it, um, I mean, it's hard on coaches it's mm-hmm. hard on your teammates yes your teammates uh, they don't know if you're really in it yeah are you in it for the long haul or not yeah um you know that sort of thing yeah um, do you that, that do you care about the university about. at all do you have any pride do you care that they're giving you an smu education that most people couldn't dream of affording right you know? right and, and, and an smu education counts for something you know, it does. Yeah. Yes. But if, if they're in that process, I also think they're not necessarily that worried about their education. You're right. You know, when you and I went to college, we went to get our education. Um, 
we had fun while we were there, yeah. but we also went, our, our ulterior motive was to get our education mm-hmm. for, for our life's work. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I think these, these guys don't necessarily see that. That's not their nest. That's not necessarily the big picture for them, mm-hmm. but it should be mm-hmm. because so many of them won't become professional football players. Right. So they need to, to find something that works for them, that gives them a job and allows them to pay their bills in the mm-hmm. future. And just you wow, know, we sound like a bunch of old moms. We do, and there's something about doing what you say you're going to do, right? And yes, we we right. sound like we have old person syndrome, and when it comes to this part yes. of college football, yes, I do. do. I have old person syndrome. Yeah, but you know, my kids, if they started on the soccer team in the fall. They had to see it through, and they had to finish the year of soccer. They had to do that commitment. If they didn't want to play the next year, that's fine. Right. But if you sign up for it, we finish mm-hmm. that year. Yeah. Um, that's our commitment. That, mm-hmm. That's like we're talking about. You you make that commitment, whatever it is, and you've got to follow through. Yeah. Yeah. And There's... so it's just sad to see that. And I'm sure more will come out in the future. So yeah. we. We, we may need to uh, continue to look at that yeah. and, and see what the rest of yes. the story is. Agreed. Yeah. To be continued over That's and over right. and over again, I'm sure. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, I guess that sums it up. Yes. We hope that the next time we do this podcast, we've got a W, a big win, and the Longhorns go down. <laughs> That's right. Because oh, yeah. they're poor Texas. Because poor it's, Texas. it's okay to do horns down, right? I mean, I yes. don't care what the rest Always. say. Let's not be babies. You guys do your horns up thing. We're just right. We're just flipping That's it. That's your sign. Why can't our sign be down? What's, yeah. what's wrong with that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Quit whining, this people. This is how we all go into the game. <laughs> And our seats are next to each other, too. Yay. That's right. That's right. So we're going to do a whole lot of hollering and screaming and hopefully a win on Saturday. And Dana will make sure that I don't get into a fight. I'll make sure that Sean doesn't have black eyes in the next (laughs) podcast. (laughs) And if we win, we can tell you about the other almost fight. that was was truly an almost fight that I got into one year. Uh, Yes, yes. And that hasn't been too long ago. (laughs) It wasn't very long ago. No, it was not. Just a few years ago. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm signing off. Uh, Boomer. Sooner. Go OU.